0: All right, welcome in everyone. Thank you for coming and joining those of you that are listening into the Fanatics podcast with Chris and Fred. So, with the start of the new year, 2020, it's been kind of crazy and insane. I mean, a whole bunch of things have been going upside down. So we thought, hey, why not make a podcast and hopefully even put it out there on YouTube for you guys to listen in, talking about your favorite sports, basketball, football. And then, I mean, depending on how well this goes hopefully branch this out into something even bigger and better for you guys and hopefully even get your guys the input to you know make it more interesting and engaging so I'm gonna bring in my co-host Fred how are you, how are I'm, you doing, Fred I'm good Chris how's everybody doing
1: like my boy said we're here just trying to inform you guys with sports talk you know we love sports and we just want to show our appreciation to them and talk about them with you guys. You, As you said, um, 2020 has been crazy with this whole pandemic going on. Like all our whole lives have changed. There's never been a pandemic like this in
0: a lot of our lifetimes. The last thing we can think of is what the Spanish flu, bro? Yeah, that was like the Spanish flu, Black Plague, even back before then. That's, you know, it's going to be definitely be in the history books. So it's, you know, kind of insane that we're living through this but I mean luckily through all in all we get sports back in the, well, a couple days we get the NBA back starting up in the reset of the bubble yeah so we're gonna bring you guys in a couple topics so we're gonna be talking about the NBA um, first of all just the pandemic really how it's affected sports in general then we'll kind of go in talk about the NBA bubble restart and some things we'll be talking about be kind of Lakers Clippers jazz and, and Pelican matchup, so you guys just stick it in and we'll try to entertain you guys as best as we can On to the first things so pandemic has really changed the whole landscape of sports and I don't know it's it's definitely gonna Be kind of interesting to see how each and every sport kind of kind of takes their stance on how they operate and, you know, NBA has like the whole bubble. I know the MLB, they haven't done that. They've, they've continued on how they usually operate and now two games have been canceled because of the coronavirus. So what do you, what do you think's going to happen like with football and like all these other sports? How Do you think they're going to have a better handle on it or is the virus kind of ultimately stop these sports, kind of like all these sports from happening?
1: the like you said the baseball is trying to do the same thing but they don't have fans you know and um a lot of the players have to do sacrifices and not um get their money that they're supposed to get or play in front of the fans that they like they can't feed off the crowd and all that uh the toronto blue jays they aren't able to have home games because canada won't let them play or have people travel in it's like how is that okay with, um, each sports team, especially like with the NBA right now, all NBA teams are in Orlando in a bubble.
0: Yeah. I mean, even, even being in a bubble, they're not even like, some of them aren't even following the rules. Yeah. So they're those, not even staying in. So yeah, people it's, are leaving for supposable, supposedly family
1: injury uh, emergencies and they're caught out doing, um. Who knows what at gentlemen's clubs but we'll talk about that later right chris oh yeah and yeah, we definitely got down the agenda and right now we're trying to see um baseball's having handle on handle on it like you said but a couple games been canceled because of high um corona tests positive and um we'll see what football does football just announced that players can't be reckless and being exposed
0: to stuff like that they got to take their part yeah but i and i guess like I don't know it seems like i mean nba kind of has like the best kind of handle on it like you know actually having um like a bubble where people can stay like, i know it's not ideal Like players don't want to be there because you come from really i mean all these players come from not having a whole lot to then having millions to having the freedom and liberty of doing a lot of things and now like they're restricted and now they can't go out and do kind of what they want they're kind of like have to do what they're said like and restrictions in a bubble and like you know eating certain things like I don't know like as a player like do you think that's kind of like they kind of like fuck with their with, with their mind like you know almost kind of like a prison type like even though they're getting paid money like any type of human that kind of environment don't you think it kind of be like you know it It'd be difficult. It depends, though, because not every player gets LeBron James' money,
1: Steph Curry money. Not everyone yeah, does. That's true. Think about the 15th um, spot roster guy. How much does he get paid? He still got paid a lot compared to other people. He gets paid, like, what, does
0: 200, 300 him? mil? Or 200, 300 thou? Like, probably, like, 1.5. Like, whatever the vet mil, uh, minimum is, I don't know what exactly it is right now. But, yeah, they don't really get paid a whole lot. Yeah, so, like, for, like, somebody like that, it's, like, not that big of a deal. But still, they got to make so much sacrifice
1: Think about it. The people that have a family, they can't see their family for three months. Mm-hmm. As of right now, for the playoffs or the and, and the NBA, they gotta play the first. Right now, they right now they're doing the scrimmages and they've been quarantined. They have to be in there. They can't leave. Um, the The first eight um, game or the first eight games for the regular season are about to start, so they can determine playoff bracket. Um, then the playoffs. That's three months. Like, how would you feel not being able to see your significant other?
0: for three months yeah your mom your dad i mean, I mean it, it makes sense it's a good point to bring up like you know it, it any human is not gonna it's gonna be difficult for them regardless of the matter like it. you know um i guess like what's interesting about like this well like about the pandemic and with the nba specifically is that, you know most like any other year like the past like three four years if it would have been like the warriors still with kd like, in full strength, how many players do you think would actually go into the bubble? And how many players do you think would've just opted out? Because realistically, if we look at it this year, like, yes, the Lakers and Clippers are favorites in the West, and in Milwaukee in the East, but everyone kind of feels like they have, like, a puncher's chance. So that's why, like, everyone's trying to go and play. Like, the Rockets are small, but they, if Harden, if Harden goes off, if Westbrook goes off, like, they can they can steal a series. But you know why that is, right? Huh.
1: There's no more three-headed monster. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like there's no three-headed like, if, monster. That's why, that, that's why everybody wants. To, everybody thinks they can have a shot. Right now, I'm a little upset that um my boy's the bonus from the Pacers got a foot injury. He might not be able to come back. Mm-hmm. Not saying they were gonna win it all, but they could have gave a, a a fight to any of the top teams in the East. They could have pushed them to a game six, yeah, game seven. And, and also, there's no like making sure there's no sweeps. There's no easy sweeps. Last playoffs, freaking. There was too... There's easy sweeps here and there, you know? Years before that, LeBron always swept. The
0: Warriors were sweeping. How, How? like, it was just too unbalanced. Yeah, it was too easy. And actually, it's funny that you like, bring that up because when I was doing kind of, like, my projections of uh, of what, like, the, the seedings will be after, like, the eight games were played, I kind of had the Pacers... A little higher doing better but since they actually lost the bonus and now Victor Oladipo is kind of up in the air and we don't know if he's gonna play or not I have them actually sliding back so um, you know I have them kind of sliding back but still though I think teams that are gonna be kind of affected a lot in this NBA format are gonna be like those lower tier teams kind of like the Suns the Wizards. The ones fighting for a playoff chance? Well, I mean, I don't really consider them because like the Wizards are so far back and they're not having Bradley Beal or John Wall play. So it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of a throwaway for, for them. The only benefit I see from the Wizards is the continue, like you know, they get to continue to develop Rui Hachimura, mm-hmm. which he's actually looking pretty good, not gonna lie. He's, you know, he's like a 6'10 um, power forward that can handle, put the ball on the deck and possibly even get the shot. Um, so funny that you talk about that today on the scrimmage of uh, the
1: Boston and Rockets. I've always liked Brad Stevens as a coach. He's a smart, smart coach. Every time after uh, at the end of the preseason, the last game, he sits all his starters, all his like role, like great role players, and he lets all the bench and the bottom tier players play to help them develop what he do today when the last scrimmage game he sat all the starters again against the rockets and the rockets were at full strength with all their starters yes it's just a scrimmage game but it lets you see what they got like um the williams guy i don't know what's exactly. Ro- i think robert williams he's like a center power forward yeah yeah he yeah. looked he looks great like yeah, he looks sharp, that, yeah. that helps him like prove himself see if he can have a spot with the celtics
0: like it, it gets people, and I think what helps the Celtics actually do that a lot is that I mean they're younger, so they can they they can afford to actually keep playing like the younger players like their starting lineup because they're so young that the additional minutes, especially considering like they're in their early 20s, they didn't even play a full season because of the pandemic. They're recharged, and Jason Tatum actually during the pandemic he was said that he didn't have any like uh, he didn't have a basketball or anything like he he wasn't handling a ball. He was going like several months without. Any emotion or you know muscle memory motion of of like the game or anything, so it's probably the best because that lost time they're kind of getting by still playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just for you guys to know, we're Lakers fans, so him just bringing up Brad Stevens kind of just you know broke my heart a little bit. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, like we were saying, we got off a tangent here,
1: but we're talking about the MLB. You know, the MLB is is um taking a big impact Back right now. There's They were supposed to be the first team to start the sports back up because technically they are a more um, Non-context sport. Yeah, you like the 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 closest people are the the batter and the empire and and, and and the the catcher The catcher and the umpire Yeah, those are the the closest people like I thought that would be starting up way before any other sport but
0: it was actually the UFC that started up the sports right away, but they, they started out smart. They had their their fight island. They be, they've been doing their tests. They're keeping everyone like away. I mean, you know, that's kind of a good thing about them not having a huge big global stage and not having so many Fighters is that they're able to kind of limit how many interactions with kind of like how they're, they're scheduling their fights You know pay-per-view fights or fight night um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but that was actually really surprising. I didn't for the MLB already have like cancellations like it's not even been a full week yet since they've started up their games like I would have thought the NBA would have actually had that problem because you know they've actually have contact they're sweating bumping into each other running into each other hitting the deck um, so I mean it's kind of a shame but it's kind of an un, you know we're in uncharted waters with the pandemic right now Um. Chris, who,
1: who do you think is more effective, affected in the NBA bubble? What team? What team is affected the most? You know how it started months back with um, Rudy Gobert being the first NBA player that tested positive with it. Mm-hmm. And he was being um, ignorant and didn't pay any mind to the virus. He thought it was a joke. You saw him um, grabbing all the mics and just joking around and he ended up being positive and I don't know if he did, but his teammate co-star Donovan Mitchell got it too. Like, there has to be some kind of like bad blood there. Like, come on, like you were joking around, but you gave
0: me a virus that could have. I th- I think I, I think that there is probably I don't know if there's bad blood, but I definitely do think there's gonna be some chemistry issues, especially with kind of a uh, Bogdanovich not being he's not playing with with um, Utah, so. Donovan Mitchell is going to have to pick up more of the slack being more consistent with his shots because he was a huge shot maker for him. So it's really going to come down to Donovan Mitchell and uh, Rudy Gobert really kind of working together into getting the team, you know, non-dropping in seedings because when I was kind of doing my seedings, I had them finishing off the eight games four and four. Okay.
1: And what would that do to them? Because they're the fourth seed right now with only a one game advantage over the Thunder,
0: the Rockets and the Mavericks. So weirdly enough, I don't know with, I think I had uh, the, was it Thunder having five wins and I had uh, Mavericks having five wins. So I think the way it added up, they still stayed at the fourth seed, which was kind of weird or either fourth or fifth seed. So meaning they're going to play the Thunder. So you don't think they're going to have drop. They are not going to be struggling due to all this. I think that they can at least stay a 500 like, you know, four and four, mm-hmm. they can at least do that. But I do think when they come down to playoffs, like, it's, they're, they're not definitely not going to be one of the favorites to win. And their higher seating is kind of, um, it's kind of a fool's gold in a way. Mm-hmm. Because even though they're the fourth seed, I still think the Rockets are more dangerous. I still think if I have to look at the seedings, uh, the Mavericks are more dangerous. I'm more scared of them. Portland and Portland, I have them coming in as, as you know, spoiler alert, It's seed. You know, so I think they're even a more dangerous team than, um, than Utah. So there might be some bad blood, but even if there wasn't any bad blood, I wouldn't see them kind of coming out of the coming out of the West. So your take is that you think the Thunder are going to be the AC
1: when this is all said and done after these eight games? Trailblazers. The Trailblazers? Yeah. The Trailblazers. Okay.
0: Mhm. And the Trailblazers are what three and a half games behind the Grizzlies? Yeah, they're three in games and a half behind, but they're actually half a game ahead of the Pelicans, which is, that's the only reason I have them ahead because the way the standings, how I had it, that half a game was the only, was literally the factor of them making the A seed. If not, then the Pelicans would have done it. And I like the Pelicans team, don't get me wrong. I love Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, Josh Hart, you know, all them guys. Like I All because they were Lakers? <clears throat> <clears throat> because they were Lakers, obviously. Oh. So I have an attachment to them, god dang. <coughs> Anyways, you know, so I think they're really talented. They're kind of like a year or two away. Zion's showing he's very promising, but I do think that we need to put some respect on Damian Lillard. Like he's a freaking first team All-NBA, or probably not first team, probably um, second or third team All-NBA. But you know, it's kind of, Cause this season with so many injuries to Zach Collins. Uh, what was it? Nurgic got hurt too. Like it's they just been hurt for a year. Yeah. So they've been, they've had so many injuries. They now. lost, uh, Rodney hood. And now they, uh, they went to the bank, they exchanged it. They didn't exchange. So they gave, they gave the bank hoodie mellow and they got back skinny mellow. <laughs> and now he's going to be a small forward. Now we're going to see what he's all about. We'll see. We'll nope. see. There was a reason he didn't have a job, but. And there's no fans. So you gotta hear everything that's going on, especially the all his callouts for the boards. So I got that shit. <laughs> you get out of the way, all that crap. You, oh, but love you know that you know that's gonna get bleep. They're gonna use that the 2K
1: um, sounds to bleep that out. Oh, they I'm can't so be mad. saying they can't no, be cussing no. on can't TV, be. dude. Oh. I wish they could, but they can't.
0: Make me pay for it. I don't care. I'll do it. <laughs>
1: Anyways, yeah. But but- yeah. So since yours is Portland for the eighth seed, mine's the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans are gonna make it, only because the nba is a business at the end of the day and they want zion versus lebron in the first round that's Mm -hmm. what they want and that's why i believe they did this whole eight games let's try to see who makes it because why not just start the playoffs now why not i mean these games are a little weird because nobody has home court it's like yeah they're giving them pickup games to like get back into shape but like they could have just started it right now and ended it early just so they um, could have more time in the offseason and this and that. But I realistically think that the Pelicans are going to make it. Their schedule isn't that hard. And um, Memphis has a pretty hard schedule, so I think they're going to drop. But Portland it is interesting. But I'm saying that the Pelicans are going to make it. And I-,
0: I see your case for the Pelicans. And, and trust me, I want to jump on the conspiracy with it, too. Uh, I just... It's just Portland's roster is just too... It's too good for me to ignore now that they're in full strength. Okay, and but besides Dame and CJ... Nurkic made a bit... Like, he he's going to make a difference. I'm are going, you sure like going he's, out coming on a back,
1: he's coming back from an injury? Like, it's so he, hard for a player that big... That big to come back and be 100%. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be maybe 50 to 60% at best. And then... I think... I don't even know who the center is on the Pelicans or any other like I feel like any any team
0: their center can Maybe pull them back because he's not gonna be a hundred percent Nurkic is a bully. He he's He's hurt. He was out for a long time But I think what they're trying to do is play him and Zach Collins together two big guys They were playing Carmelo as the power forward and he's like well, he's a six eight six nine he's not he, he can play, but he, he's too yeah, slow. Yeah, he's he's not he's, he's not your traditional power forward. So like he's a big, small. And and their thing is that they're sm- like they're a small team. Mm-hmm. That that's what screwed them over. Even after the fact they um, that they beat Denver last year in the playoffs, like they were too small to compete with the Warriors because they just had they didn't have size. Like you know they barely got through a Denver. Like they they scratched that that series out, and that was just like it. They couldn't. Um, so I see the argument for for the Pelicans, but Portland—I mean, th- just their roster and name, and just seeing him just, just literally destroy the Thunder and send away Paul George and Westbrook—like I can't discredit that. Like I have to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I won't be surprised if I if the Pelicans or if if the Grizzlies do make it throughout in the in the eighth because they're like they're those are two transcendent talents like zion williamson and john, john Morant. Moran, like john Morant they Moran looks just, great in these scrimmages man he got the bunnies and he's just playing crazy they're just too good to not give credit to like if if you know kudos to them if they do it but you know i'm just have to stick with portland but again i would not be surprised if it's between them three i just think that the sun spurs wizards and some and um and kings are they're, they're just you know, they're just there, but I would have been perfectly fine if you had Portland, Portland, um, Grizzlies and who was, a uh, Pelicans all in the playoffs and then just, you know, kind of reseed all the teams. That would have been better for me, way, honestly. Bro.
1: But, um, like you brought up the Wizards, I don't even know why the Wizards are technically there. They're, they're, especially
0: are with actually with Bradley Beal opting out of playing. You know It, it defeats the purpose because they don't have a they're realistic- They're four and a
1: half games back.
0: They have to end perfect and hope. That the Nets lose out, the Nets and the Magic lose out. One or the other. And... I think it's easier for the Nets to lose out than than the Magic because they don't have any. They don't have Spencer Dinwiddie. They lost a lot of players. Yeah, they they lost a lot. So it's like they're playing with basically. I think if I'm not mistaken, Kiris Laverre, Joe. um LeVert Joe LeVert looked good. LeVert looked good in the scrimmage. He finally came yeah. back. He's been hurt, right? Yeah, he's been hurt. He looks good. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, still, like, it's just like, the, the East the, is pretty strong. Like, like starts, the East the East is top five their top five teams if I have to go Milwaukee he Toronto 76 Sixers in Boston those five teams are strong I oh I think they're as strong as maybe the top five in the West honestly yeah like they're, they're not they're not slouches they're, they actually they've the, the East has done a good job because the, getting their players better so now I don't feel like that argument with the West being drastically better is true. I think now there's a little more balance into it because you see the team like but team a lot like of a Heat, lot of players moved West. They did, but te- but teams like the Heat have been even like beating you know Western Conference teams like you know like. They they may be in the East, but even when they're going to the West playing these teams, they're still having success. They still mm-hmm. they're still beating them. So but that's worth that's a that's that's good even. coaching and smart drafting. Like, they got some young rookies: run, Brad freakings. Stevens, Mike Boonholzer, uh, Nick Nurse. You know, those are four great coaches, and that's that's four of the top five teams, mm-hmm. really. Like, I mean, Brett Brown. I don't I don't consider him a top coach, but anyways, moving on to the next thing. Is we're talking about Lou Will. So Lou Will went to Magic City, get some wings, and he got in trouble and he was seen with Jack Harlow, which, you know, now you gotta learn. Don't, don't hang out with rappers. They're <laughs> gonna put you on blast. Yeah. But um Lou Will took a uh,
1: emergency leave to go attend was in like the a beginning, funeral, right? In the beginning there was a family funeral. Yeah. Somebody but I guess it came out that it wasn't a family funeral, it was a, a friend, a family friend. And um he ended up going with the uh, with his family to go attend the the viewing, and then he ended up taking a group to Magic City to go eat wings. Some wings, wings. Supposedly just wings, right? And the, supposedly there was no entertainers there, even though it's um, on their website that there's entertainers from 3 p.m. to oh. 2 a.m. So uh, I don't know how that co- that that goes together right but whatever and lou wills said he loves going to that place because it has great food and they love him there he has his own wings there the louisiana wings for like him um but come on man you gotta be smarter than that like no offense you can say i'm a clipper hater because i'm a laker fan but there i don't see a leader in
0: the clippers french like player wise who's the leader i don't see either and here's my question to you. So do you think, like, Lou Will kind of doing this, like, you know, through, through this season, there's been kind of talks about, like, the chemistry in the locker room for, like, the Clippers, like, not being the best, and, like, they're not really united, and there was kind of some friction. It kind of seemed like uh, with, kind of, Paul George taking time off, and Kawhi kind of taking some games off. like special treatment yeah, they, the Superstars? Yeah, like, they were getting, you know, kind of, like, upset about it. Do you think this is kind of, like, kind of goes back to probably, probably that? Because you have Montrezl Harrell, um, I mean, Beverley's an injury. Beverly is supposedly an injury. Suburban I don't know what injury, it is. But how-
1: Zubuck is also not. There's no word on him. We don't know if right now we don't know. We know Lou Will is not gonna play. Montrose Harold, I don't think should play because why hasn't he been in the bubble? Why hasn't he been? Why hasn't he been talked about? Why hasn't he been at practices or scrimmages? Mm-hmm. Zubuck's same thing. Patrick Beverly, the All those three guys are MIA. How are you gonna let him come back into a game with like not knowing nothing about him? You know? And, like, that has to hurt their chemistry. Yes, the Clippers have had um, injuries. People in and out of the lineups. They're still a strong team even without those players, you know? They still got Reggie Jackson. Uh, they got Reg- yeah, Reggie Jackson from, from Detroit. But Yeah, and they still got Shaman. Shaman just came back. Like, yeah, like, they're a little depleted. But they, they, they have a deep bench. They have a great team. Like, realistically, pound for pound, they have a better team than the Lakers on paper with
0: players. But... I feel like my question though is like with kind of like there's gonna be no fans. So like there's, you know, there's no Like these players are gonna have to find like motivation with themselves or like the game to to like kind of Carry on with the game and I don't see that in the Clippers I don't see motivation right now Like have you seen exactly how the Clippers are acting like yeah, you know as like the playoffs progresses or like the season like, you know, you're gonna they're gonna need that camaraderie like a little bit more and I I just don't see it like in the Lakers they, they all seem down for each other like that's not me just trying to be like a Laker, you know fan being biased But I see them like you know how crazy they're going off the bench and like another team I see like, you know being really tight too would be like uh, would be the heat, you know, they'd be another them Raptors, I feel like you know, they're, they're camaraderie like that, you know, those are teams that would kind of like would kind of excel because of their chemistry celtics i can throw out there celtics are a scary team like, to win the whole team the whole thing And I hate them to say that because i'm like Laker three fan. four years like, they're they the have most have tender
1: chem- team they are these are all pups that grew up together besides like, kemba kemba's the only new piece and it's just a point i mean not just a point guard but a point guard can fit into a system like that easy because he, he knows who the top
0: dogs are and, Brown and Tatum, and he's and he's always been someone that he's like he can play with others. He's never it's never been difficult for him to play he's with an with anyone. Unselfish player. Ones. Yeah, like when he needs to take shots, he knows he can take a shot. He can he's he has like one of the nastiest crossovers probably right now that Kyrie and uh, and Curry are playing. He probably does have like the nastiest. I don't know. Um, All right, yeah. Chris, who do you got? I mean, with your bias ass, Clippers, uh, the Lakers or the Clippers Ooh. tomorrow night. Call me out. Called me out. Call me out. All right. Clippers or the Lakers? Uh, okay, so I'm gonna say Lakers and I'm gonna give you I'm gonna tell you why. This is why, and it's not because I'm being biased, it's because I'm being straight up and real. So we have Um We already said that Lou Willis is gonna play, that's gonna be a huge blow. Montres Harold, there's no word on him playing. I think that's really gonna affect him. A key factor I think though would be to see if Anthony Davis does actually play because yes, I, I think that I bring that out
1: because be eye injury a little bit in um, the magic game. He got poked in the eye and got both tonight He's been feeling some discomfort coach said he's um day-to-day And we'll see if he comes if he plays if he doesn't play I mean
0: That I, hurts the Lakers too, it, it, way think, more than the will. Yeah, I think it hurts It hurts them a lot because it takes away that big body because you're gonna have to think of it, think about it You're gonna put in either Kuzma you're gonna put in Kuzma and Markeith Morris to fill up the, that spot you know yes they're probably they're 5'10 they're still big bodies but they're not lengthy and long and intimidating they don't like the don't impose that intimidation on, on the defensive end but will it hurt will it hurt the Lakers that much because it probably honestly I don't think who, it works who's the big if Zubac doesn't play that's what I'm saying I don't think it'll hurt them significantly if, if it plays I think that it, it would have a much easier time probably but I mean Dion Waiters has been playing great. Actually very surprising. Like and then I think J.R. Smith off the bench will be fantastic. Like dude, like come on, he's he's out here. He yeah, he might throw up one or two, three, five stupid shots, but he might make like two amazing stupid shots too. Like, you know, that's yeah. that's kinda of the trade off you have with that's both uh, with, of with, with JR and I mean yeah, Dion too, but I think you know, Dion Waiters he's in his prime. He's twenty eight. Like, you know, like I think that you know and I hope That you know now coming back into the NBA again like he's he gets his you know shit together and he actually like you know he he finds a home.
1: He's 28. I can't believe that he's 28.
0: I don't know. That's he got drafted a year. I I believe if I'm not wrong, the 20th. Twelve, I think it was like a year eleven, year or two after Kyrie. Yeah, that makes sense. He's, yeah, he's he's basically around like Kyrie's age, so he's not that old. He's literally in his prime, and that's why I like the signing because it wasn't an old. He wasn't an old vet, but he was still kind of that vet that has experience and create his own shot. And he's in his prime, so it's like if he was ever to be at his peak, this should be his peak. And you know, I'm just glad that he got the opportunity with the Lakers and. I think he's going to be really critical for, you know, everything going forward, like, um, he, he, they, they could potentially, uh, you know, win this out. Um,
1: what do you think about um, Kuzma, his hot and cold streaks?
0: So Kuzma's hot and cold streaks, I think, I want to say that maybe without having any fans and just being, you know, or yeah, without any fans. It, maybe the nerves go down for some of these players like Kuzma who are like, who aren't considered vets yet, but are still kind of, you know, trying to find their game. There's no crowd, no nothing. So it's like basically like playing like on a regular court, like practice, like maybe not having that, like it takes a little ease off of him. I want to say he'll do well, but, uh, I think he's going to probably be maybe a 17 point scorer for us. Go, going, uh, going out, but it's not going to be consistent. He probably like have like a twenty-point game, but then he'll probably have like maybe a like, eleven-point game after. I, um, but you know, th- with this first meeting, I do think that the, that the Lakers have like the advantage against the Clippers. Um, and LeBron, I feel like he has something more to prove. Like he, he's, he's locked in. He's angry. He's upset. He's you know he, he's, he's the king. Yeah, he's he has he's motivation. He has drive. Um, who are you taking? Are you taking. You're gonna take Lakers too? Yeah, you know I have to, man.
1: Lakers till I die. But, um, the game after that,
0: who do you think's gonna. The game after? Yeah. Jazz or Jazz and actually, Pelicans. the game before that. Oh, it's before? Actually, yeah. Oh, okay. That's the one before. The Jazz and Pelicans. Um, Jazz and Pelicans, I, was, I said. Pelicans will lose that game. That's my my pick. I think that with the first game, getting the rust out, everyone going against the Stifle Tower, it's going to be kind of difficult for kind of you know first game back. I think just to get the rust off that Utah will have the advantage. But like I said, I had Utah only winning four games and going 500, so it's not like Utah is going to do anything spectacular. I just think that with this being the Pelicans first game, and they're still young, they're young players, like they need that playoff experience that like, they don't, they have Drew Holiday, but they're still a relatively young team, and I think that's, that's going to kind of show out right here, but I think it's going to be a promising note, it's not going to be a blowout, it's going to be, you're going to have these guys showing, you know, kind of little spurts and sparks of what they can be but it's I just think they're they're a young team. What, what do you think? You, I'm pretty sure you're leaning towards more of the Pelicans winning this game, right? Yeah, well, they're my pick to make it
1: into the playoffs. So, I think the Pelicans are going to be able to win this game because there's no bad blood between any of the players. They're a young, hungry team. Like the Jazz right now, I don't know. I don't know how it's Gobert and um, Mitchell are going to coexist. I don't know if the whole locker room is mad at gobert for what happened obviously he didn't know it happened but he could have been more careful i mean Mm -hmm. when you cry wolf like kind of like
0: that you you got you he has to bite it right now people are upset with him yeah and the thing is i can with zion there's still reports on zion not you know, maybe not playing, you know, I said if, if he's if, today, he's, he, 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 he was, he, he served his quarantine and he was in practice today. So yeah, he, he's in practice, but I guess, um, Alvin Gentry, when they asked him, they said, Oh, is he going to play? Like, Oh, well, you know, it's, that's going to be his decision. So there, if there's not a definite yes or no, if he's going to play or not. And he's been out with the team for a little bit. So that does kind of worry me like that. He's been out for a bit just because, you know, we've only seen 19 games of him like, if he's injury prone or not, which I hope he's not, you know, we still don't know. We've only seen, like, a limited sample size, so I don't, there's not too much to go off of Zion besides that he's got the raw talent, it's freaking there, like, there's no way of denying it, he's, he's talented as hell, he's transcendent, but, you know, there's, I feel like there's still more to see, like, you know, is he gonna be healthy enough, is he gonna have that same, like, if he's gonna have the conditioning, like, you know, I just, I guess but I don't want to jump too quick on Zion and the Pelicans yet. I want to see a little bit more as them being a team completely then. It's not even just Zion though. You got to think about it. They got a deep team without Zion. Yeah, but when Zion on the court like it it changed like that team literally went from I don't know what were they ranked i forget like if they were like an 18th they were ranked 18th or something to a top 10 offensive and defensively so i think that's why i bring him up because if if he is the X factor yeah if he if he is like what he's shown to be like he's like the guy that will make this team a a top 10 team because of the energy he brings in like this team could probably run through ingram but just the energy that zion brings like does so much like he fights for the rebounds he'll get a block he'll come out of nowhere he'll run the court get that alley-oop and it's like him and Zion perfect fitting like he doesn't need the ball so it works well him working with Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball Lonzo Ball's gonna make him look great he's and gonna make him now, look great with him. and Drew Holiday underrated underrated I swear he does not elite, get enough credit elite defender he, and elite offensive all the dirty work he does all the dirty work and I'm so happy that I, you know, like they're acting that they're they're in contention for without AD because I feel like when AD was there, it was always aiding the Pelicans, and there was and Drew Holiday was an All Star for for freaking sake, like what the heck, like he doesn't get any credit at all, like so I'm happy for him to actually you know be in the running, having a chance. I don't think they're there yet, but I I say ne- I want to say after a season, I can see them making the playoffs because I don't know where the Thunder's gonna be next year, but that's gonna be a competition for a different time. Um, but you know, there was a couple things that did come out on ESPN today. So a couple things that came out were they did a kind of like they asked like all their senior riders and stuff like what their opinion was on like who's the favorite to win the championship. And ultimately, what came out was that the Clippers were favorite with I, w- I think it was uh they had like 11 first place votes. And then it, you know it was Milwaukee and them in the final, and then Lakers with the set they were like I think had like three votes to make it to the final. Do you think that like the Clippers given everything that's happened and that was out today. Do you think everything that's kinda happened like they they should be the favorite like with people being out or do you think it's kind of just people are just riding the bandwagon for, for Kawhi and the clips? Well I mean the
1: Clippers are gonna make the playoff no matter what so they can still get their stuff together by then. That's when it matters the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, I don't understand how they are the favorite. I would say the Lakers or the Bucks would be the favorite right now over anybody else because they just look more into it. Like the chemistry in the team, just like you see Giannis and his teammates practicing WWE and messing around like Mm -hmm. that's that's um genuine love for their teammates LeBron has been a great leader this year with the Lakers because I didn't like how he led Cleveland before he'd be a freaking crybaby,
0: but it could be just because Lakers are winning it's showing the good side of him but it's weird because I I don't want to look into it too much either but it seems like he's in a weird way I mean I know he's 35 but it seems like He's leading this team in a much more mature way that, that he's led it's about time, you know, in a which is different than you know times before when it seemed like he kind of pouted a lot more and like now he's just kind of like, you know, all right, wash king. Like he's he's taken the mental that like, all right, I'm the wash king. Like you know whatever. Like, well, you yeah, know, like think I'm about show it. You. Like shit, my bad. Um, um.
1: Yeah, he was the wash king because what? He came to the West. He got hurt. He couldn't make the playoffs, but. Before LeBron got hurt last season, the Lakers were the second or third seed. Um, yeah, I think, think they, and were the they second just seed. blew out the Warriors by 25 points. And they did do that. They had a 20 a 20 point lead right before LeBron went out. They they the Warriors came back within two four points, and the young Lakers still brought it back up to 20. Yeah. I mean, the thing that hurt the Lakers last year was LeBron got hurt. And LeBron was being LeBron and trying to trade people away to get what he wanted. And, and he pouted. And, and, it, and it messed with everybody psycho- psychologically, all the young cats.
0: And... Big baller brand shoes that Lonzo wore. <laughs> yeah. They messed up the Lakers because he could not stay on the court, kept messing up them ankles, and it was shown afterwards that those shoes were trash. Like, they were literally trash and the whole i mean everyone knows the whole story but i know so, not know
1: trash was worth 300 dollars that's kind of crazy i don't know i guess
0: it's a 100 100 per per b on there yeah okay makes sense yeah, yeah. so to yeah, so hey, for lonzo 100 for LiAngelo 100 for lamelo um but now that lebron has
1: ad is it ad making the lakers better or is it lebron making lebron playing a different role both of them meshing or what is it? Cause I feel like LeBron and the late with the young Laker cats, if LeBron didn't get hurt, I think they would have made the playoffs and made noise for sure. Yeah, definitely. They were
0: they were playing great. No, well, yeah, they, they were playing great. I think, so I think it's not the, that AD, I think LeBron, the obvious one that he's making the Lakers better because AD was on the Pelicans and he could not just single-handedly take that team farther into the playoffs. besides, you know, one year I think they went, they played against the Warriors. Round. Yeah, second round. Um, but I think what LeBron, I, I, you know, he's like an orchestrator. He's like the, the MC. He, he needs, you know, kind of like that right hand man to help him. Like not, Kyrie, not, like, yeah, kind of love, just to like you know like take 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 the, the like the focus away from him so he can incorporate all the other guys to kind of like to do a little bit so when that kind of opens up the whole thing like we did in Cleveland essentially he had Kyrie and then he throw the corner out to uh, to Kevin Love but they had so many shooters and that's what gave him the lane to drive in and also post up um, so. You know, I think it, you know, it's AD makes it makes him better, but LeBron is ultimately the one that kind of drives the team. He's the, uh, you know, LeBron's in event season right now. He is, he My is. Last playoff, everybody forgot about him. Everybody's saying Kawhi is the best player in the NBA right now. He is. So switching it back to, to East, so would you write it off and say easily the Bucks are going to win the East? There's no no discussion, I, you know, there's, there's kind of no conversation. Because it seems like everyone kind of wrote off all the other teams and I think as much as I still, hate to say it's the Celtics 76ers Celtics honestly I think I think any of those any, any of the top five teams like literally have a puncher chance of, of coming out and I don't know how it's, it's people are so easily even like kind of suggesting suggesting uh, Milwaukee because I even think like the Heat they, they did like the box and one against Giannis and they stopped him like they did like the was it wasn't box and one I think they did like the they fake two defenders like the double team. They fake the double team and then come out and they stop Giannis every single time. So I don't think, I don't think it's just like super easy. But I mean, I would say like I would probably have them favored. But like, hey, I I would literally not be surprised if all, if any of these other teams. I think to a lesser degree. I don't think Port, uh, not Portland, uh, Toronto would win because they've done good. it before. They stopped them before. They've done it, and I just I don't think. I think not having Kawhi, like, come on, let's be real. It's Kawhi made a huge difference for him. So I think, you but know, what are they right now? They're second. Without Kawhi, how much did Kawhi really help?
1: You can go that way. When LeBron left Cleveland, where did Cleveland go?
0: They went from the... Yeah finals to but I think now we okay 76 are gonna look different now they're gonna have Simmons playing the power forward and they're gonna have Shelvin May playing the point I think that adjustment's gonna help them out a lot and their team's gonna look different so I think when they go up against like a Pascal Siakam with the Toronto Raptors like it's gonna be a much more challenging and a different look now when they're against the Celtics Jason Tatum was just getting better and better and better like right when the season stopped so you know, I think that, like, the Lakers should have drafted him. They should have drafted him, honestly. Like, I was I was upset. I'm still upset. You know, why pick Lonzo? Anyways, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: No, was... but you know how your take was that the Blazers were going to make the AC. Uh-huh.
0: I mean, I guess you're kind of smart because what? They ESPN were... says the same thing. Yeah, they said, so they, they had 11 first-place votes. That they were gonna be the favorites to win the 8th seed followed by the Grizzlies with three first place votes And then I thought this was actually really surprising like the Pelicans only got one vote I thought, so gonna, I thought it was gonna be much closer. I thought more people were gonna pick Pelicans and then Portland I thought I was kind of like the outlier in this, but I guess not which I guess I, I'm kind of fucking smart um, No, but still like even like the 11 4 and 1 I think that's that's way too broad I think if I like if I were to look at this, it would make a little bit more sense if, you know, Portland probably have, like, they still have, like, the most, but I think Pelicans would have more than one vote. They'd have to be, like, neck and neck with Grizzlies because you're right, you know, Grizzlies do have a harder schedule. And John Morant's great, but I think, you know, it's a little closer and I don't know. It seems like people are just kind of writing off the Pelicans, but it's just the media kind of just trying to have us think that and then like actually be surprised when they make it like really mm-hmm. I don't know Interesting a lot yeah. of different things Well, that's what we got for you guys today and um, we'll be
1: back here. Hopefully on Friday to let you guys know of our predictions with the opening night. We say lakers got it. I say the pelicans. No the yeah, you Pelicans said, the yeah, pelicans, pelicans got the, pelicans, the game yeah. over
0: the jazz and he says jazz and we'll yeah. see how it goes And we'll try to keep track to see who, so remainder of the season, see who actually has the most correct predictions. And um, I don't know what the bet's going to be, or you know what it'll come down to. I don't know. I mean, whoever's listening, any of our listeners, loyal listeners, this episode, you guys let us know, give us suggestions on the review. We're going to try to upload this on Apple Music, Spotify, and hopefully even run it up on uh, on YouTube comment let us know if you know if there's a bet you guys have in mind that we could probably do and who knows we'll probably we'll probably do it maybe even like a 25 dollar like you know gift card to amazon whoever gets like the least correct picks does it i don't know we'll have fun with it but yeah we'll uh, we'll come back with you know our post game uh, kind of summary on the games and you know whatever more news comes out on the nba so you guys stay tuned and